thank you for joining the ESBC Sports uh, Betting and Financial Podcast, which every business meeting, I have an MBA securities license, so I know that every business meeting has to have a purpose in and out. And the purpose of the podcast is to make me money, right? Because I'm not hypocritical like these athletes. Oh, you know, I went to this town because I did it for the people. I did it to be closer to the universe and be mindful. No, no, no. You did it for the money. And I'm doing it for the money. However, I'm not being selfish. I'm having a spirit of abundance. So what we're doing is uh, one of the purposes is to teach you business, to teach you business and financial concepts that translates into sports betting so you can have the success that we've had um, throughout the 12 years that my wife, Anna, right, has bought $32,000 worth of gasoline with the Bitcoin card the last eight years, okay? We help you with compound interest, really, right? Because break even is 52.5%. Historically, we're at 70 to 80%, right? Right now, we're 71% MBA. Last week, we were 18 and 12, 60% profit, but it wasn't just the profit. It was the text back and forth with friends, laughing, having a good time, right? Making money, making that between that. For the year, we're at 64% last year as a team. We were 64.5%, which would have made us $140,000 in the Super Conference, right? So you saw what the purposes are, and the outcome is profit in the richest country in the world, right? And next week, we'll talk about the value equation. Third purpose of the podcast, really because my wife's a psychotherapist, is uh, basic mental health, right? Health kit that we have on uh, the motivational podcast. We had several NFL players talking about mental strength. Max Brown, uh, starting quarterback at USC. They went to Pitt, also talking about mental health, mental strength to get you through difficult situations. We do that. And on top of that is, and we talked about it with Maureen, Josh Luna on Monday night. If you're the smartest person in the room, if you're the toughest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. <laughs> All right. Uh, and we're very fortunate, lucky, and good that we brought somebody a lot smarter than I am. Uh, even though we were in the same conference, I love that A, man, the American Conference. Um, graduate from the University of Louisville, went to the stadium and saw uh, Lamar Jackson win the Heisman Trophy. All right. We had Jake, and we got to figure out a nickname for Jake. It's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take whatever I can get. But hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Honestly, um, thank you for having me. It's been, it, I'm excited. All right, no, you should be excited. You're gonna make a lot of money, and uh, we're gonna learn. I'm gonna learn from you what you know about sports betting. I'm gonna learn a lot, man, from horse racing. <laughs> really, have be excited about the horse racing podcast we have tomorrow. Uh -huh. You're in the industry. Uh, you're an expert in the industry, uh, but uh sports betting too. Yeah, I mean, horse racing, I, I got down. I, I'm currently working there, so I, in the industry. So I, I kind of, I got, I love horse racing, get big passion for it. Um, we'll see about sports, though. I mean, I, I'm a, 
I'm an avid player, so we'll see how my my picks go. Right now, I'm I'm doing all right, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not see how it goes. We don't do that here. We make sure we make things happen. Right? We don't try. We make things. We don't. We don't. We don't. I'd never let my clients or anybody. If my clients were watching, whoa! Can't believe you let them say that. No, see how it goes. We make it happen. All right, let's make it happen then. Let's let's make it happen. <laughs> we use decision science, and we use again business and financial concepts, right? Uh, yeah. To bet on games, it's the same way you bet on a game. The same way, the same decision making process that you do to buy a security or to buy stock or to invest, right? Now, one of the business concepts I use with my clients and some business concierge is, and everybody that's listened to the podcast, again, I love to thank everybody that's listened to the podcast that has helped us grow exponentially. Uh, we've grown every single week, the year that we've done it. So we've grown 54 straight weeks. So thank you for telling your friends and neighbors Thank you for subscribing to the podcast. From the time the podcast has begun, I'm kind of afraid to say it because some people uh, get jealous or whatever, and they do things. But knock on wood, since the podcast has started, every single review we've got has been a five-star review. So I, and we have them on the website as well. So we thank you for that as well. Uh, we feel very fortunate, lucky, and good they were able to do that. And one of the main concepts, and I take it from this book from Amy Duke as well, uh, Thinking in Bets, about you know the correct type of decision-making. Because when I was growing up, Jake, I don't know how your family was. Uh, when you ask your family for how to, uh, to make a tough decision, my family is very religious. They're like, why don't you pray on it? I'm like, I'm asking you. You're smart. You're a business owner. <laughs> you're telling me to pray. <laughs> Did your family have a decision-making process or you uh, know, for advice? What did she say? See, my family was more of a, Hey, go figure it out, Jake. You, you're, you're, <laughs> you got a brain up there. Go use it. Go figure it out for yourself. So I kind of, I kind of steered on my own way, you know, figured it okay. out myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, again, you're a graduate from the university. You, you, uh, yeah. Uh, go cards. Shout go out cards. to Louisville, Kentucky. So there's decision science. So here's the book. I have the book right here. So what we use to pick games is decision science, part of it, right? Because we also, and we'll get into it as the year goes on, but we have podcasts as well on it, right? Because uh, we use technical analysis, fundamental analysis, uh, return to the mean statistics. But part of the decision-making process in betting on game is decision analysis, right? And decision science. Because when my mom told me to pray, I was like, there has to be a scientific way to make decisions, right? Yeah. And uh, that's what we use here on the podcast. And everybody on the podcast now is going to be trained in it. Before we had guys that we met on the radio, some guys bought in, some guys did not, right? Uh, but everybody now on the podcast is going to be trained in decision science. And there it is right there in a nutshell. I like that's that. what we use to bet on games, and that's why we have such a high percentage. Sharps are at 59%, right? We're at year-to-date, 64%. And then last year, at the end of 17 weeks, we were at 64.5%. Uh, but we want to get to 70% because it's possible, all right? So uh, 
Amy Duke used to sit around with her, with her, uh, she was a professional poker player. And my friend Josh, Josh Wakeman from Chicago, also a professional poker player. And what you do is you analyze, it doesn't matter if you won or lost, you analyze the why. Were you prepared, right? And it's, it's very nuanced because there's a difference between betting a game where you did not execute the process, right? And betting a game where you executed the process, but you didn't get the right result, which is fine, right? But you have to track yourself. And whatever you track, right, you improve its performance 10 to 20%. So I'm at 64%, so I'm gonna track, right, uh, the games last week that I should have gotten right, but I got wrong, right? And I did a little bit on the NFL wrap-up. I went through them, uh, but one in particular would be uh, – and let me pull it up here on the spreadsheet, Jake. No worries, man. I got my – I know mine I, 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 I'm regretting, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So mine was, well, the over-unders, right? I was living in the past. You got to bet this year. I was mm -hmm. betting uh, 2019. I wasn't betting this year. So yeah. uh, that Charger-Carolina uh, game was, was definitely uh, was going under. But uh -huh. the Jets, that definitely was going over. Uh, the Rams Buffalo was going over, even though McDermott is a zone guy. Yeah. Air raid. They're on the road, going to protect the defense. No, none of that. Throw yeah. that out the window. And then Pittsburgh <laughs> Houston. <laughs> Pittsburgh Houston, right? You oh. got two conservative guys, O'Brien Tomlin. Uh -huh. oh, that's an under game for sure. I, th I thought season. so, at least, too. Right, right. It, I thought wrong, right? So yeah. there were about five unders that I got wrong that I should have gotten right. Yeah. I mean, hey, it happens. It's it's a fluke. You know, it's a fluke year. It's tough to Well, you got to see, well that's the thing, right? You got to no, You got to factor you in the no fans. Your decision making process. Yeah. So, I needed to say to myself, uh, the NFL's turned into the Big 12. Basically, pretty much. Yeah. A lot of high-scoring games. <laughs> right. So, it's turned into the Big 12. I need to go over on on some of the uh yeah. Tomlin and uh, O'Brien are going to make sure they score touchdowns instead of field goals, make that game go over. Uh, and the other one I did was overestimating teams. And you like certain people, then you overestimate how they're going to do. I like Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator for Atlanta. And I thought that he was going to continue what he did last year with that defense. Yeah. Uh, wrong. <laughs> hey, you know what? It happens. It's, that's yeah. gambling, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but you got it, you know, and it's hard for men to admit mistakes because we're, uh, we're supposed to be the hunter-gatherers. We're supposed to be the men of the house, right? Exactly. So it's embarrassing. It's painful. It's torture to admit when you're wrong. And you have yeah. to do it in bed, right? So you understand the difference between uh, not having the right handicapping process and luck. Because you can only ensure a result up to 80%. Yeah. You can't be more than 80% certain of anything. You can't be more than 80% certain that a horse is going to happen. 
Exactly. I mean, it's it's tough to be that. Yeah. Right. The the favorite only wins twenty percent, right, of the time in horse racing. Uh, it depends. Honestly, it depends on the type of race, the class of horse. I'll tell you what, though, it's like a, you get a big day on a. We'll take for example the Kentucky Derby. There were zero favorites winning every race. I'm telling you, none. You could bet the fate. I was putting exactos and trifectas together. You're throwing the favorite in there just because you're like, hey, we. Right. It's got to come in sooner or later. Nope. I'm telling you, no favorites were winning. It was tough. Tough betting day. It's, it just happens. It's it's weird. It's those so weird you days. Think, okay, no no favorites are, uh, are winning. I'm gonna bet, not bet maximum security. And maybe yeah, you gotta. So you gotta switch your model up. You gotta. You definitely gotta. You gotta think. Hey, no favorites are are coming in. Who? What's a? What's the second favorite? What's your second? <laughs> in your mind, what's your second favorite? Who's your favorite? Not any. Not the publics. Not the betters. Who's right. yours? So you right. got to go kind of more, it's, it's, you're leaning more on your gut there. So it's tough. It's, it's, it's a tough battle to go through personally. Right. I'm telling you. Right. Right. So what was the game game last week that you got wrong that you should have done? Right? Well, actually it wasn't last week. It was Monday night. Well, that's last okay. week's football. Right. I week had, ba- yeah, week three. I had Baltimore. My guy, Lamar, hold on, shout out Louisville. Here right. we go. I had Lamar and Baltimore minus three and a half versus the reigning champs, right. Kansas City Chiefs. I right. thought in my head, I was like, all right, Lamar can run. He can do it. Baltimore is solid. Patty Mahomes, no fans. He's got nothing to feed off of. We'll see. You know, I think it happened. I think they can do it. They were, they're going in as favorites. I was kind of leaning toward the public saying, all right, let's do it. Right. But, hey, I mean, we all saw it. <laughs> Chiefs took it to them. They just they couldn't handle it. And, you know, that was on me kind of – that's kind of on me and my handicapping skills saying, hey, I'm leaning a little, little Fairweather fan here and a little uh, toward the public. So, that's that was yeah, just a dumb mistake on my part. Well, yeah, now, now you're with us and you understand you never bet your own team. Exactly. And I, I – it's I'll I'll be the first to admit I'm a I'm a Fairweather fan I love my Chicago sports and I also love Lamar so <laughs> I'll be the first to admit it but I that was one of my big mistakes last week and the rest of the week though I was pretty solid that was one of my bad bad picks but the rest of the week I had a pretty solid week. Nice, nice. We all always have solid weeks here. Oh yeah. The rule number one is uh, never bet your own team. So we'll never let you bet the, the Bears or the Cubs or anything like that. Or I'll bet, I'll bet them, but I'll tell you not to follow them. Just to know. You can follow at your own risk, yeah, I'll say. Your, your, <laughs> your advice is biased. Just like my advice is biased with those USF Bulls. Exactly. <laughs> so I can't bet the, the USF Bulls, right? But I can definitely uh, bet everything else. The other t- number two rule of betting it's always do your research. Never bet blindly. Yes. And researching that game, man, the Ravens secondary was is decimated. Now, Earl Tamas was taken off that team, uh, not for performance, but for uh, not being disciplined. Because the, the teams that are most organized, right, the teams yeah. that are most organized are the best uh during the, the pandemic. They're the ones that are going to do better during the pandemic than anything else. So we're very, you know, 
so he's out because Jim Harbaugh is very, very organized guy. Oh yeah. Right? He's, he's an organized guy. He, I thought that was part of the reason. I mean, I don't know. It's just, like I said, fair weather. Don't take it as you wish. Yeah. And, but the, the secondary, they brought two guys up from the, uh, from the practice squad. So you knew they had to play zone. They knew they had to protect it. So if you tell Andy Reid and Mahomes what defense you're going to be in. Yeah. Because when you play zone, you go horizontal routes. And yep. when you play man to man, you play uh, vertical routes. And yeah. tomorrow we're going to have Houston Baptist All-American wide receiver. FCS, but he, they played Division One teams and he torched them up. You'll see him in the NFL. Ben Ratzlaff. He's going to be with us tomorrow. And his offensive coordinator is best friends with Clingsbury, offensive coordinator at uh, – Clingsbury is actually the head coach. You would think he's the offensive coordinator with a horrible record he had at Texas Tech. <laughs> but he's the head coach at Arizona, and they're in the air raid, right? Yeah. And, and Kansas City runs the air raid as well. Okay. Yeah. So in the air raid, the the receiver reads the coverage, runs, and the quarterback has the ball right there because they're both reading the same thing. That's why when you read Kelsey, he's like, Yeah, Mahomes is inside my head. He knows it. He knows where I'm gonna be, where the ball is gonna be at. Because they're reading the defense. This time they didn't have to read the defense because the defensive backfield for Baltimore was decimated. So when you have a decimated defense, what you do is you run a, a, a two-shell, right? And I'll get the board out a little later. And I'll show what a two-shell defense is. Zone, uh, Tyreek Hill going across the middle. So you knew that game was going to go over, and you knew that Kansas City was going to go under, though. And Kansas City was going to cover. Why did we know that it was going to be under 65? A, Harbaugh, Harbaugh family believes in running the football. Yeah, they do. Right? So that eats up clock. So you're playing zone that eats up clock. And you're running the ball that eats up clock. Right? And then Andy Reid is famous for, and you got to know this. And I send Andy Reid and people on the podcast have seen me. I send Andy Reid a thank you card every year because hmm. he's made me more money than 80% of my family. And he <laughs> did it again Monday night because, he did. right? Because he always takes the pedal off the metal. <laughs> exactly. He does. he does. We're having a good time. People were texting me, Andy Reid's going to uh, let the pedal off the metal. And we were laughing, texting. Uh, and then uh, got a lot of texts from around the country. They're like, no, Andy Reid, is he going to go for the field goal? I'm like, of course not. He's a nice Mormon man. <laughs> Guilty about his uh, <laughs> first kid having an uh, overdose. So he feels guilty. But he's a nice guy. He's not going to rub it in or, or risk a field goal. He's going to take a knee. He sure did. He kept Damn under. right he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> How about that for some analysis, my man? I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that has me really excited, because the guys that we had on, uh, hopefully before and a little after, right, they got a little busy with work, we met on radio station. And it was when the Chargers left. And each of us uh, took on a team. So when I would listen to some other guys, I'm like, man, these guys are making sense. Man. So I did a little less research on, the, on those teams because they knew what they were talking about. And we've had them on the podcast this whole time. Now we have Jake, 
and Jake is going to help me with research on the Chicago Bears. Yeah. So let us know what's going down with the Chicago Bears. They're 3-0. and Man, I, I love the Bears. I mean, I'm, like I said, like you said, I'm from Chicago. I'm a diehard Bears guy, so I, I got to root for them. I got to love them. Yeah, I do. I mean, the 3-0. Everyone will say – I think everyone will say, ah, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. I'll tell you the right now. three and old team in the NFL, right? I think saying. that is 100% false. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they've they showed up. They've done it right. I mean, Mitchell right. Trubisky hasn't been great. I mean, he's he's been good. He's been a starter. Right. The first, a lot of people first, say he's dumb. Is that true? I don't think he's dumb. I think he's, he's, he's hot and cold. He's streaky is the word I'll put it. First two games he did all right. Didn't, didn't do anything terrible. That third last game against Atlanta, like we all saw, he, he he struggled a bit. And you know what happens is we, Matt Nagy makes an executive decision and says, "Hey, let's let's take in Nick Foles off the bench." And you know what I like, Nick Foles off the bench. <laughs> Nick Foles has a track record for being off right. the bench and being right. superb. Right. So I I was, hundred percent okay with it, and a lot of people were seeing Nick Foles make his first start as a Bear, in a Bear jersey coming out and showing up and showing what he can do. I mean, he everyone saw it in the fourth quarter. Atlanta gave up a terrible fourth quarter lead. I think it was six, 15 or 16 points. And Nick Foles showed us how he can do it, and he did it. Bears defense doesn't look awesome, but, I mean, we got Khalil Mack. We got Kyle Fuller. Oh, my God. Pick right. City. Let's go, baby. Right. We got them all. I mean, they're they're good. They 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 could they show that they can do the job, and they could they need to step it up a little bit, but they're going to do it, and I think they can. So, I think the Bears yeah, the are three. Max looking good. Oh Office yeah, is looking good. And then the upcoming weeks, uh, we'll have you do a grade, right? You'll say the offensive line got an A or a B. Uh, but I, it's important that you have a guy like Khalil Mack coming off the edge. Oh it's yeah. Keep, uh, they have the left tackle, a guy coming off the edge. They have all the important positions taken care of except for quarterbacks, but in a way they do, right? Because Nagy's a quarterback guy. Yeah, I mean, the only, thing I, the only thing I worry about is Nagy gets a little too cute, and I, right. I think that's, that might put him in some trouble. But I think if he sticks to his – just stick to the systems, you know, do, do what you know works. And I think they don't have a problem with QB then, and they don't have yeah. a problem with their O-line, and they don't have a problem with their defense. And I think that's going to be the way the Bears can – keep going and they'll show that they're a three and team and when we get to the Colts this week we'll be four and oh right no and and then you know you have a situation where a guy like like guy like Tyree Cohen very exciting guy so they got uh, this guy on set. it's just a terrible well Tyree Cohen it's terrible he just tore his ACL last week so oh. we're we're not going to see him soon and he yeah. just he just signed the big con extension to the contract extension so it's sad mm-hmm. it's sad but you know what it is what it is I'm not worried. Yeah, so, so it's going to be a very exciting season as we get some inside information, pretty much, on your Chicago Bears. And you're a season ticket holder, man. Oh, and I am. Props to you. Through and through, man. I love them. Love them. I just – I wish the circumstances now are uh, keeping me away, but I, I, I can't wait to get back to Soldier Field, man. Oh, can't yeah. wait to get to it. Man, that has to be a wonderful experience going to Soldier Field. Oh, it's it's the best, man. It's the best. The tailgate and the, the wind off the lake. Oof. The Bears. I love bear weather. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> People hate it, and teams have trouble playing it. I like the bear weather. The Bears love the bear weather. <laughs> man, yeah, we're going to definitely have to 
go up there and meet you one time and we'll do a podcast. For sure, buddy. Come up whenever. <laughs> Be nice. All right. So now let's get into week number three of the NFL. We'll give you every over and every under. And again, we're at 64%, but we want to get higher. We want to get up to 70%. I don't think anybody's ever done that. Uh, well, nobody's as transparent as we are. Uh, we give you information that you don't have to pay 400 bucks out there for picks or get on a plan where you're paying 100 bucks a month, right? Action sports, you have to pay like 300. You don't have to pay action sports. Just listen to our podcast. Follow us on Twitter, and you'll get better information than what you can pay for out there. So what's the first game we're going to tackle, Jake? Our first game we're going to look at is the Thursday night game. It's going to be uh, tomorrow, actually. Well, if you're listening, I guess today, right? Bye. But anyways, it's going to be Denver and New York Jets. And the line we got here is uh, Denver minus two and a half. Over under is 40 and a half. Right. Uh, this is a game that borderline I shouldn't pick because we had Max Brown on the podcast. Great mental okay. <laughs> podcast, and he's uh, a starting quarterback at USC, and uh, Sam Darnold took his position at USC, uh, and he won all those games, and then he beats Penn State in the Rose Bowl, but they're still friends. They talk all the time. Well, that's and, good. Uh, his family lives about 10 minutes down the road from me. It's funny, because uh, Josh Rosen's dad lives like five blocks up the road. <laughs> no way. That's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Sam Darnold, they live 10 minutes down. And then Mike Bone, the athletic director at USC, I see him walking his daughter. So I'm surrounded a lot by USC, UCLA. So we know, who, we know who you're thinking of, huh? Who you're leaning towards. <laughs> well, it, but for legitimate reasons. Uh, they're 0-3. They're desperate. They're going to bring their A game. Uh, Denver just got destroyed by Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay. Uh, even though I lived 20 years in the Tampa Bay area, um, you know, I've follow, been following the team forever. Uh, I look at them pragmatically. They, they don't have the greatest roster, and they dominated Denver. Denver's hurt. This is going to be a short week, and I'm getting a plus number. Uh, definitely not going over, but take your New York Jets Thursday night football plus the three under 41. And remember, uh, 80% of the home teams cover on Thursday night. And you got a hurt Denver team, Denver Broncos. Yeah. What do you think, See, so yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there. I, I think Denver is going to be uh, – they're, they're hurt. Like you said, they got a lot of guys hurt with Drew Lockout, Von Miller, uh, Sutton's out, Lindsey. Uh, there's a couple more, I think, too. Draymond uh, Jones, I think, is out too. Right. So they're, they're hurting, man. They're, they're really hurting for guys. Um that's going to be a big play with that. Um, I know the Jets have – they've been outscored a lot. They're 0-3. They've been, they've been pretty big, heavily outscored in the last three games. Uh, so that kind of worries me a bit. Right. But they do – on the bright side, they do have Jamison Crowder back. Uh, he's he's going to be able to bring them some offense, I think, which is going to be cool. And I think that's going to help them. So, honestly, I, I my pick is – Always the Jets. Here. We don't believe in – Easter Bunny or Santa Claus, we're always on. That's, that's fair. My pick isn't the Jets. I'm on the over on fo- of 40. I got, I got over 40. But if you like the Jets, I think I'd, I'd go with the Jets too. But I'm on the over 40. That's, that's my bet. Got it. So we got over 40, right? And we got 
the Jets plus three. So that'll be the consensus Supreme Court decision. Uh, it will be, and I believe next week we'll have um, the Marine, Josh, with us. So we'll have uh, a nice appellate court. Three. Awesome. But awesome. This week we'll go Jets plus three over 40. And I might, might go over 42 just to, because 95% of people can't change. We always talked about, about Jameis Winston. He wasn't going to change. He was going to throw a lot of interceptions. And he was going to make a lot of games go over for us. And Tampa Bay was not going to cover. And we won a lot of money on that because 95% of people can't change. And he has impulse control issues. That's why he raped the girl in college. And uh, that's Jesus. why he continued <laughs> with his deviant behavior as a pro. Right, because he can't control himself. Same thing with interceptions. So you bet that. See, our opinions are different than Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman and all these people. Uh, we're bad. We're, it's because yeah. when Jake and I are wrong, we don't make any money. No. When Max Kellerman is wrong, but Chip Bayless and Clay Travis are wrong, they still get paid. So that's why our opinions more valuable than theirs. Literally, because you take our picks and you're gonna win. 60 to 70 percent of the time when 52.5 percent is free mm -hmm. so what's the next game we're going to talk the next game we got on a list here is indianapolis and chicago my, my my chicago bears so let us know what you think uh so opening lines here i got are indianapolis favored by two and a half points and i got the over under at 44 um to me, this seems like an easy pick. I, I will say, fair warning here, Chicago bias coming in, Chicago bias right. coming in. You can't in. pick this game, but you can give us information on the game. I'm going to give you I'll, – I'll give you information here. Trubisky is out. Nick Foles is getting the starting, starting job here for Chicago, which I think the offense is going to rally around him. I think the boys really, really fired up when he came in, and they really right. showed it. They, they did a great job coming back in that fourth quarter last week. I will say, how good is Nick as a starter? I'm, that's my worry. Right. I think Nick Foles is great off the bench. I don't know how Nick Foles is really. He hasn't proven himself to start. You know what I mean? Well, he did win the Super Bowl. Yes, he did. But that's my opinion, I'll say. I don't know. It's, it's right. you to judge. Right, right. Also, I think that the Colts here coming in, they, they had a bad loss last. Uh, they're going to bounce back here. They bounce back from a loss against uh, the Vikings, and then they blow out wins with against the Viking and Jets. So, I mean, Colts are not bad. They're just – they're 2-1 and one here. They, they had a bad loss, and they came back, and they blew out the Vikings and Jets. So, they're, they're, here, to, they're here to play. Right. Um, Colts are 7-1, and one, including last year. They're 7-1 against a spread against eight – the last eight NFC opponents. So, take that as you will. Right. So, they, they have a proven track record of – playing that spread that the favored two and a half here. So take that as you will. My official pick I'm going to go with here is the under. I think both defenses are solid. Um, Nick Foles, I'm, I'm a little worried about, like I said, starting, but I, I'm going to take the under 45 here. Um, I think both defenses will be key in this game and they're at soldier field. I think Indianapolis, it's not too far away, but they're in soldier field. Come on. Bear weather takes a, takes a little factor in. So, <laughs> so the, the weather's going to be bad. It's not supposed. It's supposed to be low fifties here in Chicago, and a lot of wind. A lot of wind coming off the lake. So take that as you will. 
I'm going to go under 45 here. And obviously, as a Bears fan, I'm taking the money line on the Bears. So that's my pick. That's his pick. It is completely biased. So we throw it out. You throw it out. Number one, you <laughs> cannot take your own team, right? That's fair. I thought that maybe uh, USF was going to be in the game against Notre Dame and they got beat 52 to nothing. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Take it as you wish, people. So. <laughs> But, but I will that's, – that's all I'm going to say. I, I threw a little facts out there so you can take it as you wish. But I am going Chicago. I'm going Chicago. Uh, I'm not even going to buy the – well, I'm going to buy the half a point, make it 3.5, just to get okay. it off that key number. But I'm going Chicago. It makes sense. I think the wrong team is favored here. Uh, Indian, Indian, uh, the Colts don't have a great roster. Uh, Chicago is on a win streak 3-0. and They're feeling good about themselves. The weather's going to be bad. I like that under. So the Supreme Court consensus decision is your Chicago Bears plus five, under 45. And then since I'm paranoid, we'll go under 45.5. By half a point each way, get it off that key number. 45 is a key number because the average – uh, score of an NFL game historically is 45 points. It's funny. People get it wrong. Last last year, the average score of a game was 43. Seems higher. It's but. definitely higher, I think, this year. I mean, I mean, yeah, but hey, I think the definite factor in this one is going to be the uh, the Soldier Field aspect. That's just my 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 bias, I guess. But that's what I think. Uh, and then coaching philosophy, right? So coaching philosophy goes along with fundamental analysis that says, that you evaluate a stock by looking at corporate governance. Of so the corporate governance of Chicago is Nagy. So Nagy's going to protect the defense. He doesn't want to score fast and get the defense tired if he doesn't have to. Yeah. Especially with Cohen out. Uh, so that's under all the way. Weather is under all the way. Uh, now, something to think about is Philip Rivers forcing it and causing turnovers. But – uh, yeah, Bears get a turnover. Foles is not going deep. He's going to hand it off or have it be a safe pass. Yeah, so, I mean, my whole thing is, I like I said, it's just it's Foles coming. It's Foles is starting a game. That's that's what worries me. Is I, I, I think he'll be fine. I mean, I tracked him in Philadelphia. I've been watching yeah. Foles since he was a quarterback in Arizona. All right. Well then, let's go Bears. You, you're on the Bears. Let's go Bears. With a three and zero team. Yeah, and I don't think Indianapolis roster is the greatest roster in the world. And Chicago isn't either. But I think Chicago has an edge, right? I, I agree. I 100% agree with you on that one. And Philip Rivers cannot run. He's a statue back there for four matches. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got like nine kids. He's, he ain't, he's useless from the waist down. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not, but. <laughs> yeah. The other way around. He doesn't have the wheels. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Chicago plus three and a half, under 45 and a half. I like it. Yeah, I like it. We're going to tap it. So the next one we got here is New Orleans Saints versus Detroit Lions. And opening lines here are I got our Saints minus four, over under is 54. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I think, in my opinion, is that. Drew Brees has – I mean, looking at the stats here, Drew Brees hasn't been very good this year. He's statistically the worst QB in the league, which is shocking, coming right. from a wily veteran like him. Uh, but also, on the other hand, the Lions' defense has been terrible. Right. 
They've been giving up 172 rushing yards per game, which honestly that might help Breeze considering he's not been throwing the ball very well. Right. So I think on one hand it might give a little Drew Brees a little uh, little edge here, but Stafford and Galladay uh, they're going to connect because Galladay's back in the lineup here. So they'll, they'll, that uh, that Lions offense will be a little better. So my official pick here, I guess I'll say is I'm going with the over on 54. I think two defenses, they haven't been super great, nothing exciting, and they got two veteran QBs here throwing it. Um, I think think that'll give them a little edge here for the over. I think both – let's see here. Also, the over, uh, here's a little stat for you. In the last two – the last five matchups between the Saints and the Lions, the over is four and one. So I'm going to go with the over here on 54. I think both veteran QBs – I think they're going to throw the ball all right. They're going to hand it off to their running backs who are going to be all right. And I think that the, there are going to be a lot of points in this game. I 100% agree. I 100% agree that uh, the game's going over. And then what I would do, too, is I would take the Saints second half one because Matt Patricia is horrible coach and he I think he wants to be the defensive coordinator too he yeah not, uh, in me as a MBA and as a you know fiduciary with securities licenses so on and so forth uh, listen to him talk about analytics now analytics is a tool to make a decision not yeah. it does not make the decision for you so uh, Matt Patricia said that hey uh, we're going to let analytics make the decision for us. That's the wrong application for a guy making $4 million a year. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. I think that's a recipe for disaster. And analytics does not work in football. And I had was 26-0 and 0 betting against analytic teams. Now I'm 26-2. and 2, And the two analytic teams won last week, and they covered spread. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it this week. They – they won against Anthony Lynn, right? They had a missing starting quarterback, conservative guy. And then you have a questionable quarterback situation, first-year coach Ron Rivera. So it's going to be very rare that you're going to get that. But that's why you never bet blindly. It doesn't matter what statistic you have, what strategy you have. You never bet blindly. You do your research. If I would have – if I didn't have a couple other businesses and if I wasn't married – and it was a complete degenerate just pouring over games, thinking about it, I might have made that correlation, right? That's why I don't agree with, even if it was true, most people that say they're 80%, it's not true because you can't be more sure than 80%. However, if you are over 80% or 90%, I wonder about your mental health. I wonder if you're talking to your friends. Yeah. Do you have a good relationship? Because <laughs> if you're over the 80% bit again at 12 games or anything else, you no kidding. Take a lot of time thinking about this stuff. Yeah. You probably shouldn't, right? You yeah. You have balance, like John Wynn said. But now <laughs> I know, right? Because of the Hawthorne effect. Why did I get those games wrong? And that's, you look at pattern recognition, pattern recognition, they use for standardized tests, but of course, very important in business. Yeah. Recognize patterns, anticipate them, get ahead of them, and then monetize them, right? Yeah. So, but you get, this is a coaching mismatch. Uh, I think it is. Destroy Matt Patricia, right? It, it hey. runs a defensive guy, runs the up. Uh, didn't know they're going to play zone. Uh, 
man, New Orleans is going to – you know, the only thing that worries about me about this game is like 45 nothing. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's that's my worry too is that, that one – it's just so heavily dominated on one side. But uh, you know what? The Detroit I, quits and say we have bigger fish to fry. We're going to – hide these plays we have for Chicago when they come in. And- <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, Detroit, they take a lot of penalties, but they, they're a gritty team, so they'll figure it out, I think. I think Stafford will score, especially in the first half. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, the same secondary isn't the greatest. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I, th- I think that over is a good one. I think we're, we're on the same page, or I like that. Yeah, and we'll go money line, uh, New Orleans, especially against minus three, you might get Minus one twenty five, right? Yeah. Minus one fifty. Salesmen think short term. Businessmen and women think long term. Yeah, so I think that more money line bets. Yeah. Profit, your bankroll gets. I think that juice is worth it. I think that juice is definitely worth it. I'd take that money line too, Saints for sure. Yeah, they're they're unreliable teams. With bad teams. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's the next game we're gonna uh, talk? All right, so next game we got on the list here is Arizona versus Carolina. We got Arizona Cardinals versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Air Raid team, Arizona, against Carolina, another analytics team. Yep, Arizona's favorited by four points here, over under 51 and a half. Um, I'm going to say – go ahead, you go first. Go first, let's hear it. Uh, I'm going to go under 51 and – I am going to go Arizona money line again because I think that line will be bedded down. Uh, Carolina is a uh, analytics team, right? In analytics, I have a client that works for a team that's in the playoffs. I can't say who it is because it's illegal for me to say who clients are, but the team won a playoff game today. Uh, she has a World Series ring. She is a doctor. She has a doctorate in math from MIT. And she told me during the Cleveland 0 16 year that analytics is not work. Uh, De Podestra, whatever his name is, uh, Moneyball guy, who's now the general manager at Cleveland. Uh, and it's because in finance, in business, you ensure results. By eliminating variables and co-variables. Football has too many variables. You got uh, 22 guys on the field at the same time. You got special teams. You have 20 assistant coaches on each time that affect any individual play. Versus baseball, where you just have the pitcher and the captain. Yeah. Right? And maybe the set of field men, you have to be strong at the middle, so on and so forth. So analytics does work in baseball but does not work in football. But then again, even in baseball, it is a tool to get you to the right decision, right? Limiting variables and co-variables. It does not make the decision for you. That's why people get mad at Dave Roberts, thinking that Stan Caston and uh, Andrew Friedman are already making the call. He's not, you know, yeah, you got to take out Pedro Vias, even though he's throwing 150 miles an hour. He's the best he's ever looked. You got to take him out and take Guy Z. Just because it's an analytic, right? In real life, it's the manager that I'm in my business concierge. I say, hey, you see that real intelligence is situational, right? So when Matt Patricia says, oh, we stayed in zone because analytics told us to stay in zone, right? He's making two mistakes. Number one, he's 
letting analytics make the decision for him instead of him making the decision. Number two, there's actually three mistakes. If the other team knows what the analytics are in a zone, then that changes the analytics anyways because they know you're in zone now. And that changes the number, right? They know what's coming. They know like the Astros. They know what pitch is coming. Right. Yeah. And that's the number two mistake, you know, with analytics, right? Number third mistake with analytics is that um, we have a question from Periscope. Is the Raiders bill game going over? So we'll get to that. So, we'll get there. Yeah. So the third mistake in analytics, thank you for your question, though. We'll definitely get there. Third mistake in analytics is that real intelligence is situational. So if you're using analytics, you're not looking at the situation. You're just going on the analytics, which is dumb, right? You got to so look. That's why Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So that's why more than often I'll bet against uh, the Carolina Panthers. So that's, I'm going to go that's... Arizona. And I'm going to go under because Matt Rule is a great defensive guy. And I like what I saw from him. Okay. I'm going to go under 52. And I'm going to go Arizona. Monday. I like that. Yeah. See, where I had here is uh... – my main points, I, I actually had Arizona. I got Arizona minus four. I, I like the spread. I like, their, I like them by the points. I really do. Yeah, um, I'm going to go that too. I, I was leaning that way, but you pushed me towards that. So I'm going to go Arizona minus four. I, I like Arizona minus four. I think they can get the job done. Uh, the reason four is McCaffrey, one of Carolina's best players, he's still out with an ankle injury. He ain't there. Right. He's the one that's scoring a lot of their points, and he ain't there. So you know right. what? I think that's a big advantage for Arizona. And then second of all, I'm going to go on a little bit. I know we just had an analytics uh, rant, and I'm not a – I'm not going to do it anymore. Now you got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there, it's, it needs to be said, though. But I'm going to go off a little bit of analytics here. I'm going to say here's, here's a good stat for you. Carolina is 0-4-1 against the spread, and their last five games is a home dog. So – that doesn't give me confidence here in Carolina, betting Carolina here. Uh, so I, I think Arizona can really show up here. And then another, I guess, a fun stat I got for you. Carolina, they're great in their road whites. They're 7-1-2 against the spread in their last 10 road games in those road whites. And I love those road whites. I love them. I no. love those. And I think they're going to look sexy, and I think they're going to dominate in those. And for that reason – I'm also going to think that I'm betting on the over 51. Over the over. I think there's going to be a shit ton of points, and I think they're coming from Arizona. <laughs> I think they're coming from Arizona. <laughs> All right. So we got a split decision. We got, I go under 52. He goes over 51. All right. So you do your research and you make their, uh, that decision. Next week, we'll have a third party. So the third party uh, will break the tie. But this will be food for, for uh, thought. And uh, but I do like Arizona. We are gonna leave, we'll leave the consensus. So we're we're in agreement on Arizona. Yeah, I I think the agreement here is Arizona money line. Or I also I think the spread's great. I I like the minus four. I think right. no, now, no question. There's a difference between analytics and key statistics. Like like the statistics. I can't even call it the Lamar Jackson, right? Where uh, Jim Mora did a study, a very uh, college and pro game, and then he separated. But it came out the same for college and pro, that if you have a quarterback that can make three first downs with their legs, 
you win 75% of them, right? Mm -hmm. So you use that key statistic to make a decision. on it. Now, you don't write blindly on that. You look at the different factors. Can the quarterback read defenses, right? If it's zone, you don't run. If it's man-to-man, -man, you run, right? Yeah. Uh, but if the quarterback can't read that, then you can't bet it. Or if the quarterback has a bad offensive line. Or if the co coaching philosophy doesn't ascribe to that. Or they want to keep him healthy, right? Like Ohio State's quarterback, they want to keep him healthy. They don't want him running until the Michigan. So you don't bet blindly, but you use that key statistic to make a decision. You do not let it make, you know, like uh, Belichick uses statistics all the time. A fourth and two, you make it 80% of the time. However, he asked, he's like, okay, are any of our linemen banged up? Oh, yeah, so-and-so just broke his leg and we have the third string guy. Oh, okay. So you throw that key statistic out the window. Yeah, exactly. Right? And that's what Matt Patricia doesn't get. But we love Matt Patricia because we make so much money betting against so, Oh, yeah. So that was Carolina, Arizona. What's the next game we're going to tackle, Jake? Next game we're going to go here is Jacksonville and Cincinnati. Cincinnati's favorited by three. Oh, we're giving our boy Joe Burrow a little favorite action. And then yep. we got the over-under at 49. I, I'll tell you right now, I'm a Gardner Minshew supporter. I love the guy. <laughs> love his mustache. Love his swagger. I love him. I think he, he's my spirit animal, like I told you. I love this guy. I he, and he's also he's got a great he's got a great completion completion percentage. Right. Considering he's got a kind of a shitty team around him. Right. He's got a seventy three point eight percent completion percentage. Wow. That's pretty damn good for Gardner yeah. Minshew with the shitty wide receiver core, and you know oh, what I yeah. mean. So that that's nothing to look over. I mean, I Joe Burrow. He's off to a great start here. He's been throwing almost what is it? Let's see, two hundred and seventy three yards a game. That's what right. he's averaging. With only one right. interception as a rookie, that's damn good too. You right. can see, I can see both sides here. Bengals, they've they've played competitive all three games. I think they're 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 not a team to be overlooked as well. Their record doesn't really show their skill, but I mean, in my opinion, I think the Jags plus three is what I'm going with, and I think I'm going with the over forty nine. Right. I think both teams, their records one and two and o oh, two and one. Right. I think there's going to be some scoring, and I, I think. I think my go-to pick is a Jags plus three, Gardner Minshew showing what he can do. And I think the over 49, both QBs are going to do, do some nice stuff there. Now, Cincinnati for me has always been, I got a great friend of mine in Arizona, Victor. Well, we had an epic trip to the NCAA first four games. We hit like 90% and we almost hit a parlay. We never parlayed. Parlay is there for suckers. But we did a parlay for fun. We bet every game on a Sunday. And we're an inbounds play from winning the whole parlay and retiring. And of course, I took quite a bit of money and hedged it. Of course. So, <laughs> Albanita was Texas and Barnes to uh, do an inbounds pass. And he didn't. And my friend Vic was going crazy. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. I hedged, uh, I hedged half of it on the other side. There was no way I was going to let that much money just you know, blow out. But obviously it paid for our vacation. We had a great time. But uh, Cincinnati, for him and I, we always laugh. Cincinnati's like that family member who asks you for $20 and you're like, listen, they, they ask you to borrow $20, right? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to let you borrow $20. I'm 
I'm going to give you $20 and I don't expect it back. Exactly. Have the $20 uh, for Thanksgiving dinner. They're always late. They always have a story. Always this is happening. That's happening. You love them, but they're not reliable. So I'm, I'm never, I like him as a dog. I've won um, three and over Cincinnati games this year as dogs. However, including last week and the under, right? However, uh, there's no way I'm going to bet Cincinnati with the number. So this one, uh, yeah. it's another one. We'll, we'll do three sides of the bet. Because when you do three sides of the bet, right, 52.5% is break even. So if you go two out of three, that's 66%. Hell yeah. So we're going to combine forces. We're going to go Cincinnati money line. We're going to go Jacksonville plus four. We'll buy that number. Buy we'll it. Go under like 49. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm on the over, but I like that. I like the Jags plus four, and I like Cincinnati. I think, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think, I think Cincinnati beats him by two or one or two or even three maybe. Let's see, because uh, you got Doug Marone, and then Coach Philosophy is a Coughlin guy. And yeah. He, and I've seen Coughlin with a whole hurt offensive line. Yeah. And down by 20 points with a slow uh, running back with a hurt knee. And he's still trying to establish the work. Exactly. You're right. <laughs> I see this happening on both sides. And Burrow, they don't want him to take chances. They don't want him to lose confidence. Yeah. So I don't think Burrow is going to end it out. And the last game, I won money in the under. But you can't have recency bias. It's true. I mean, hey, I think, I think Burrow, it's his first game as a favorite in the NFL. I mean, the guy's going to be gunning, all right? He's going to know what he wants. So I think I, I could see it. And Jacksonville's a depleted roster, so you got to think Marone, who wants to run it anyways, wants to not score fast, and he doesn't want to tire out. He wants to protect his defense. Exactly, exactly. So for, for that reason, we'll go under. And I'm writing stuff down because we'll update the top ten rules of betting. And we'll have Jake add his insight into that. Because, <laughs> you know, we'll talk about recency bias. Oh, I got plenty of those, and I home team bias. Come on, you know that. I already went through that with you. <laughs> you read that article. Uh, look for stuff to to put in that we'll uh, publish on the website. Yeah. And, uh, give it to the people. Right. Definitely, definitely. We got to share with everyone. Let them know what 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 what's the right thing to do here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we always close with that Winston Churchill quote, which I'll make sure I'll get it to you on Slack. Uh, that we always okay. have a podcast with. Perfect. Perfect. I'll give a preview. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Perfect. We're giving people picks uh, at a higher percentage than when you can pay for out there. So don't pay three, four hundred bucks a month. Just you know, listen to the podcast and uh, follow us on Twitter so you get this information for free. What's the next game we're going to tackle? Next game we got is Dallas, Minnesota, both 0-3. Gross game. But we got Houston opening up at a minus 4.5 favorite line with the over-under at 54.5. I think this is where I'm coming from, is Kirk Cousins has been dog shit. (laughs) Very bad. And this – might be a little NFC bias, but I think Kirk Cousins has been terrible. 
He's thrown six interceptions this year, which already matched his interceptions for all of 2019. Right. That's pretty bad in three games, in my opinion. He's only throwing 59% completion rate. He ain't connecting with his boys. That ain't looking good. Also, Vikings defense, they're letting up 34 points a game. That's bad. Right. Not good from your defense. So, and that's the case. I mean, we can look at Houston too here. Houston's not been good, but they've played the top AFC teams right now. They've played the top – the last three games, they played the top three AFC teams. Excuse me. So, I think the Vikings shouldn't be an issue for them. Yeah, they've played some tough teams. They've played poorly, but they played tough competition. So, I think the Vikings won't be a really big issue for them. It's hard to find an edge against these two teams, in my opinion. They're both struggling. But I'm going to go with the under here. I think both defenses have been pretty bad. I mean, like I said, Houston's played pretty top teams, but it, regardless, irregardless, I think both defenses have been pretty bad. They've let up a lot of points. Um, but both offensive offenses have been just terrible. I mean, I don't right. think Kirk – I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to throw anything. I don't think he's going to get better. Right. And Houston, oh, my God. I, I, I don't know. I just don't think they got it. I don't, think Deshaun, I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to figure it out yet this year either. I mean, in, in my opinion. So, I think I'm leaning toward the under. Under 54 and a half for me. Since I just, I just both think both teams are just – they're 0-3. Two 0-3 teams, I don't see a lot of high-scoring game here. I don't, yeah. 54 is a pretty high number. I don't think those – those teams are going to make it. That's just my opinion. Right. And, again, i got to watch my bias here because uh, I'm an alumnus of the University of South Florida. And our new head coach is Jeff Scott. Okay. And I just figured this – I didn't think it because he's, you know, he's recruited such heavyweights. But uh, Jeff Scott recruited uh, DeAndre Hopkins. He's yeah. recruited Deshaun Watson, and he recruited Trevor Lawrence as well. So we're 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 fingers crossed, and we're hoping he does that recruiting magic over there at University of South Florida. As you will know, when we played Louisville back in the days, uh, those were good games, and we got some talent. Uh, we used to have Charlie Strong used to be the head coach at uh, USF. Yeah, horrible strategist, but he's a decent recruiter. Yeah, he got good, good. Uh, it's interesting too. Um, Max Brown, his offensive coordinator at Pitt was Sean Watson, who was an uh, offensive coordinator at Louisville during the Charlie Strong era. Yeah, he was. He was. He worked with Charlie Charlie Strong, Teddy Bridgewater. Man, that's a number five. Let's go, <laughs> Teddy. Nice, nice. <laughs> so we got to watch you in those Carolina games too. Yeah, you do. But he's a great quarterback with a high winning percentage. And, man, I think he, he really did a great job last week against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. But I go Houston money line under 55. I agree with that under. Uh, I, I like the Houston money line, too. I think Houston definitely gets a little edge there just because of Deshaun yeah, yeah. Watson. Kirk point, Cousins has been brutal. Right. And Zimmer's a conservative guy to begin with, so the leech is going to be tight on Cousins. Uh, O'Brien always has – a few extra plays, some film teams haven't watched for home yeah. games and division games. So this being a home game, uh, he needs to raise the value of the team. Uh, so they're going through a transition. The Sun is the owner now. 
So yeah. I like I like Houston money line because you can't trust them because they're a bad team. Uh, Deshaun Watson uh, to pull it out. He won a national title. He's a winner. Over Agreed. Cousins and last Monday night, uh, last year, I saw Kirk Cousins. I didn't like in the playoff game. I didn't like the fact that he lacked mental mental strength and he looked panicked. You know, he looked panicked. Uh, I don't like that from him. So now being 0-3 on the road, he's probably going to panic again. So I, w- I would not put any money in for Cousins at this point. Yeah, I, like I said, the guys just suck this year. Uh, six interceptions in three games. Come on, that's that's that, that's not what you want to see from a veteran quarterback. So that's that's no, definitely no. steering me away. No, no. What's the next game? So next game we got is Seattle Seahawks versus the Miami Dolphins. Seahawks are a six and a half point favorite here. Over under is four, 54 and a half. 54 and a half. Um, I guess I could start us off here again. I'm going to say right off the bat, I'm thinking I'm going the over here. 54 and a half. I'm going to, no question, I'm hitting the over. I'm betting the over here. And I'll tell you why. Seattle has been rolling with offense. Like, I mean, rolling. They're scoring so many damn points, it's absurd. Right. They have 197 points in three games. Come on. Right. They're going over here. The overs are hot, very hot with Seattle. And I don't think Miami's defense is going to be able to hold that offense. So, for that reason, I'm going over. And even if it's magic, um, the Dolphins is going to have a game himself. We're getting points here. I'm going over 54 and a half. I think no question that's what the bet is. Thanks. And I agree. I 100% agree. Perfect analysis. Now, I'm going to check now what the weather's going to be in Miami. That's – Yeah, you look key statistics. Yeah. Key statistics. They don't make the decision for you. You still have to do your research. Yeah. However – I haven't checked the weather, so that would be good to know. But I think – I don't think it's going to be too bad. I mean, it's it's not rainy season yet. There. This is what happens. What happens is that, and this is Tampa Bay, Miami, right? Yeah. Uh, or Seattle, Miami. Sorry. Yeah, but uh, games in the state of Florida. Uh, not so much Jacksonville because it gets a little cooler there. But Jacksonville, you got to look at the weather there. But for the last five years, Tampa Bay, Miami has covered. Second half line eighty percent. I I saw that. That's just that's crazy. <laughs> you know, and, and it is crazy. And you got Seattle coming from a you know nice weather place, and yeah. then I don't think the NFL has changed it because of COVID nineteen. They were supposed to, but uh, Miami puts the road team in direct sunlight. Yeah, I I did know that they did do that. That's just kind of a shady. Little, Little bush league move, but I respect it. You know what I mean. <laughs> okay, so I'll share the screen so people can see. All right. Remember, these guys got pads on and helmets on. All right. So the weather in Miami is Ooh. going to be eighty-six. It's going to feel like a hundred with eighty percent humidity. Oh, that's going to be an ugly, ugly time to stand in Miami, I'll tell you that. So the defenses are going to be tired. The game's going to go over. But I think, yeah, I think the over is Miami's going to be good. Miami's there all the time. And even though COVID-19, they haven't worked out as much. 
uh, is still going to be a factor because uh, Seattle is depleted. Everything's depleted. And what I think what's happened now is an acceleration. Usually between week eight and ten, defenses start to wear down. But they haven't been practicing tackling. Maybe now yeah. they're doing it, but they haven't in the past. So that's why you're seeing a lot of these games go over. So this game, in my mind, definitely going to go over. Each I agree. Probably going to go over 30 points. Uh, I think Miami is going to come back in the second half. So I'm going to take second half Miami line, and then I'm going to go plus eight Miami, and then buy that point. I'm gonna I like go that. Three sides of the bet. We win two of those. We're at 66%. We're at 52%. 0.5% of break even. I like that. I, I, I like that bet a lot. I, I totally agree with it. Right on. Making that money. We, Jake and Josh. Let's do it. That money. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> Let's do yeah, it. <laughs> Love it. All right. So the next game is the Chargers at Tampa Bay. And I'll look at the Tampa Bay weather and let me know your thoughts on that game, Jake. Yeah. So Chargers, Tampa Bay. We got, we got good old veteran Tom Brady versus a nice old rookie. I mean, that's right there. I think veteran status, Tom Brady's going to walk right all over him. I, I don't think – in my opinion, I think Tom just knows what to do. Tom's going to handle it. Um, and I think – and honestly, Tampa Bay, they got one of the best def- – Is they're one in – or I'm sorry, they're not one and two. They are uh, – they're two and one. My bad. But they got a good defense. They got a very good defense. Um, it, they got a good defense in Tampa. I think the Chargers aren't as good this year. Um, they're missing some key players on the on the offense. Mike Williams is injured. Uh, their right tackle, uh, Brian Beluga, he's injured. He's a, one of the key players. All right. That's going to hurt them. I think they're just not going to have the offense there. Uh, and I think Tom Brady's offense, they're going to be they're going to be there. I think I think they're just going to be able to handle him. Like I said, rookie versus veteran. I think Tom Brady's going to handle it. Uh, there, it's it's a Tom Brady home game. It's in it's in Tampa Bay. I think that's going to help them. Uh, my official pick, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers minus seven. I like the minus seven there on the Buccaneers. I think Tom Brady wins by a touchdown. I think it's it's not a big issue. I think it's gonna. I think it, that's going to be easy for him. And then I also like the over. I like the over 43. I think that's a low number. Like we said, key number that's it's lower than the average. So I think I like that over. I think the over is definitely possible for the 43 total. Uh, yeah, I like that. And I like Tampa Bay second half line. Second <laughs> half line. Laugh at MB, but my second half Florida lines. And let me, uh, let me share the screen again because it's Jake. Now, when I went to Chicago during the summer, it was so humid. And I was in downtown Chicago, you know, like everybody else, going to the museum. Oh yeah. Well, it's either humid and miserable or you love it and it's gorgeous. There's a little breeze and you feel great. So (laughs) you got to go to the lake. Uh, It's going to be lovely 80 and it's going to feel like in the mid nineties. Look at that humidity. 87% humidity. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. I mean, those it is Chargers, so nice in Southern California where the Chargers are coming from. They're not going to like that. What that right. uh, second half, they're losing. Yeah. They're going to hate that. For, uh, that over under, it's it's. I'm going to put less on the over under. Right. Yeah, 40, I agree. 40, 
Maybe half a unit is what I'd go. I'd go half a unit just because yeah. you never know. I mean, right. it's a low number, but like you yeah, said, the weather the Tom conditions. Brady offense, gonna... right? So let's talk about the Tom Brady offense because yeah. one, of, one of the big deals was that Arians was going to let uh, half 50% of the offense was going to be the Tom Brady offense. And nobody had ever seen it. People had film on Arians and certain things he wanted to do, wrinkles he wanted to do from last year. Yeah. Benefit from having uh, Tom Brady, stable guy, versus impulse control, pervert, deviant, uh, Jameis Winston. Yeah. But 50% of the offense, what we saw was that Tom Brady likes a too tight in offense. Yeah. He and, does. Uh, my wife's the psychotherapist, but people use, usually uh, default how they started. So he's running that old school Michigan bullshit. like, too tight in offense. So if Tampa Bay's up 27 or nothing, they're not going to throw it. They're going to run it. And that game might stay under if it's 34-7. Yeah, that's fair. Under. But the second half line, I see Tampa Bay. I think that's the way it played out with them. So I'm actually going to go. So you like the under, huh? Yeah, I'll go under 44 for those okay. reasons. Tom Brady offense. And then the Tampa Bay second half line. That's fair. Okay. I respect it. I, I, I get it. I get it. And next week we'll have somebody breaking their back. Yeah. That, that works for me. But for now, we'll go with a consensus pick. And this is how we'll do it, right? We'll do have me and my buddy Victor do it. Um, if there's a tie, right, we'll go with a person that has the strongest feeling. Which, since me being the new guy, let's, it's going with you. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I have a strong feeling. If I yeah. don't have a strong feeling, we'll go with what you said. If there's a tie. Yeah. And then but I I'm definitely gonna, like Buccaneers, though. I, I think you're on the Buccaneers as well, correct? Yeah, I'm on the Buccaneers minus seven. Me too. Uh, so that's we could play that. I like that. The talent level in Tampa Bay, maybe they're they're in the middle, right? Yeah, they're, they're about a Bull, middle pack. Yeah, Todd Bowles uh, eventually will be a head coach again. He's a hell of a defensive coordinator. Agree. Agree. And he's a big presence in the room telling Brady and Arians not to score so yeah. Yeah. All right. So what I'm gonna do, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick, but if you can preview our next game, which I believe is uh Tennessee and Baltimore. Oh, you got a lot to talk about Tennessee with their COVID nineteen problems. Yeah, Tennessee and Baltimore. That's a good one to start with, or I guess to start with here to say talk about. It's 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 a little wild. I mean, Tennessee, we, we know I don't know if you've all seen it, but Tennessee, they've experienced some COVID issues big time. Uh, multiple staff members have tested positive for COVID as well as uh, a few of their players. So because of this, they haven't been able to practice all week. They've been out of their facility. No practice. That's a big no-no in uh, the NFL. Uh People need their practice. I mean, a lot of majority of NFL teams is relies on walkthroughs. So Titans not being able to practice is going to be very tough for them. I mean, I know they're a 3-0 and team. Right. But without being able to practice due to COVID issues, that's really going to hurt them in my mind. I think the Steelers, the Steelers haven't had an easy schedule uh, 
start the first three three weeks. I think the Steelers have had an easy schedule, but the Titans are zero and three against the spread. Even though they got a winning record, I think that the the Titans are zero and three against the spread. They they have a winning record, but they haven't covered. Right. And without this practice, I think it's really going to hurt them. They're going to be behind. They're going to be a week behind from every other team, in my opinion. So I think the Steelers' defense is good enough. They're going to hold teams. They're going to hold teams. They they actually they've held teams right since this year to a league low of 54 rushing yards a game. So the Titans ain't going to have a rushing game. That's for damn sure. Right. And so and it's tough enough to stick up to against that Heisman Trophy guy. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Steelers are going to do what they do best, is they're going to play good D, and they're going to have Big Ben throwing mid-range passes, just call it going to be. I think both teams have good defenses. I'll give them that. I think they're both good. They're not, they're not bad. They're solid D. But I think the Steelers have a bit of an edge here due to the COVID issues with Titans. I'm going Steelers minus one and a half, and I'm going the under 47, just because they got good defense, both teams. But I, I definitely love – I love Steelers minus one and a half. Right. I don't think the Titans with no practice, I think that's, that's, a, that's a no-brainer. I think Steelers are going to just dominate. That's just my opinion. And that's my opinion, too. Not, not only your opinion, but my opinion, too. Remember, I've been between 60 to 70% NFL the last 12 years, but I've been 70 to 80% NBA and college basketball. When I do baseball, I get the same percentages as well, right? So yeah. you got me agreeing with you 100% on that. That's good, That's good to hear. Huge, <laughs> yeah, when we're in huge agreement on this, I would uh, tell the audience, when we're in agreement like this, when we bring the Supreme Court of betting people that I've vetted and uh, talked to, and we have them on here, and we're in 100% agreement on that, uh, you never right, – I think it's rule number four, right? Never bet more than 25% of your bankroll, right? Yeah. And bet uh-huh. equal amounts on each game to get arbitrage. And that brings up to the, our business definition of the week, which is arbitrage. That's why we bet so many games. It's a simultaneous purchase and sell – sale of the same or related securities – take advantage of market inefficiency, all right? So what you're buying is the price of the game, all right? That's what you're buying. Uh, Similar or related assets, right? Grable comes from the Belichick coaching tree, right? Mike Tomlin, and I was lucky, right? I didn't know what I was looking at, but when I went to the Tampa Bay, training camp maybe 25 years ago with Tony Dungy was the coach and Tony Dungy's the head coach. Monty Kiffin's the defensive coordinator. The defensive back coach is Herman Edwards, who's the head coach at Arizona State. Linebackers coach is Lovey Smith, who's the head coach now at the University of uh, Louisville. Not Louisville, hey, but Illinois. Ex-Bears ex head coach, by the way. He won his well, the didn't. Super Bowl. Took him, Sorry, he didn't win it, Frank but he Brooklyn. lost it. But oh, <laughs> I love Lovey. Lovey's got a great white beard too. What a guy! <laughs> yeah. he was the he was the linebackers coach, uh, defensive line coach. It's Rod Marinelli, who I believe is a defensive. He was a head coach for Detroit, and now he's the defensive line coach for the Raiders up to this day. In the yep. two 
uh, defensive assistance was Mike Tomlin, right? Which is my point, right? So these coaching trees, all these guys coach the same. It's not, 95% of people can't change. And when you're making two, three, four million dollars a year, there's no reason for you to change. That's why we can anticipate what they're going to do and predict this, these games over that 52.5 consistently. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? So it's the same or related assets. So because of their similarity, they're playing the game of football. And again, that defense, right? That Tomlin defense are able. Both these teams are playing the same zone blitz type of defense. Exactly. And it's one ten Super Bowls, right? Between Pete Carroll with the same defense as Bill Belichick, right? Yeah. It's the same defense. You have to have a strong safety. That's why Earl Thomas is important, and so on and so forth. The safety throw is important with Pittsburgh because of that. It's the same defense. It's John Lynch, right? You need a John Lynch type. Who? It's the general manager of San Francisco. They're running the same defense. They have exactly. half the NFL running the same defense. They know That's why we can predict this at a high level. Yeah. So once we establish that, Jake and I have a combined – I've been watching football 41 years. How many years have you been watching football, Jake? Well, I'm 24, so I'd say 20. I've been since a little kid, man. I, I'm a diehard Bears guy. I, I've watched them for, I, since I die. And then, you know, the last 10 years, I've been watching everyone because I like to gamble. So yeah. now, now, now you're taking it to a new high level, right? It's ridiculous, yeah. man. I got the four TV set up. I'm watching every game I can. Man, you're going to make more money now that you have little nuggets with our system. Exactly. One plus one equals three. So we're combining my 41 years with his 20 years. That makes it 61 years, right? So he has, he's a smart guy, smarter than I am, graduate from the University of Louisville. He's going to give me nuggets I didn't know about. I'm going to give him nuggets he doesn't know about. And we're going to exactly. find them for a high percentage, right? So when you throw more games at us, we can professionally, because he has a business degree. I have two master's degrees in business, running three successful businesses. I had a restaurant that I invested $8,000 with in 1998. In 2004, I sold it for $600,000. So you bring in all that knowledge and you break down all these games, you attain arbitrage, which is, again, the business lesson for today, right? The simultaneous purchase and sale of the same, right, same defense, related securities to take advantage of market inefficiency, which is the line or bad number, like the Chicago game, right? We took advantage of market inefficiency there. Uh, Chicago should be favorite. They're actually the dog. We actually can buy a point and take them over a key number, right? To give us a high probability. Remember, the highest probability you can get it to. Exactly. Right. So we're going to go. We're 100% agreement. You don't bet more than 25% of your bankroll. Rule number four. But you could double down and bet equal amounts on each game. So I'm fortunate, lucky, and good that I put a grand on each game. A game that I don't feel too strongly about, I'll put a couple hundred dollars on it, maybe $500. And I always tend to bet more on the side than I do the total. Agreed. I totally very, very agree. very confident about this week, especially with the knowledge I'm getting from Jake. Thank you. Well, let's hope. I mean, I feel good, too. No, so no, 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 hope. No hope, hope in your head. 
No hope. We don't use hope. I, we don't I'll use tell cry. You, I feel good about my. I, I feel good. What I I've I've done some research here. I, I feel good. Well, you know right, what? Right. I do feel good. Hope is not a strategy. We don't use cry. Or, you know, let's see if it happens. No, you make it happen. You're damn right. <laughs> That's why I was able to do that at the restaurant. People drove past four Taco Bells, five Burger Kings, two Domino's Pizza to come to my Cuban restaurant. Love the it. The made me money was uh, real Cuban food made by real Cubans. Authentic. Love it. That's why we're authentic on the podcast. Because uh, people aren't, people can't, right? Because they, they haven't been as fortunate, lucky, as good as we have. So yeah. that's Pittsburgh uh, on the money line because they're one of those teams that Tomlin isn't good with a plus number, but under 47 for sure. And, and Tennessee has a practice. Yeah, I think under 47, and I think Pittsburgh minus one and a half for sure. So just play Pittsburgh however you want. I think that's a good play. Very good. What's the next game we're tackling, Greg? So we got next, we got Baltimore and the Washington football team. <laughs> the Baltimore is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite with the over-under 51. Um, in my opinion, I'm like I said, I'm a Lamar guy. But I will say, I think Washington defense here has a very big play against Lamar. The Washington defense ranks fifth right now in the NFL for pass defense. They got a great defense. Lamar likes to sling the ball, but he also likes to run. So that might be a little issue for them. But I think I still think Washington defense holds their own here in the back end. Uh, Baltimore is coming off a bad loss here against on Monday against the Chiefs. So I think Lamar and the rest of the boys will be hungry for a win here, uh, in my opinion. I think that, that loss Lamar doesn't like. Lamar hasn't lost. He's 21 and four right now in his last 20, uh, 25 games. So he ain't going to like that. He, he's ready to come back hungry. Lamar doesn't like to lose. But on the other hand, like I said, Washington got a good defense, but they're two and 11 in their last 13 home games. That ain't very good. And I don't know about any of any team that ain't a good home record. So I'd be weary about that bet and watch. If you're going to look for Washington on the money line for some value. So my pick here is I'm going to go with the under here, under 51. It's the over-under is 51. I'm going under. Under has been 5-1 and one in Baltimore's last six games, including la- little, the last three of last year and this year. Um, and I think Washington's going to cover. I mean, 13 points is 12.5, 13 points. It's a lot of points to lay on Baltimore. Right. Uh, I, I, think, I, think Washington's, I think Washington's defense and just – I think Washington can cover that. They they can be able to lose. I think they, if anything, they'll lose by a touchdown or maybe a field goal. I don't think they're going to lose by two touchdowns. So I think Washington definitely covers here, and I'm going with the under 51. That's that's my play. Nice, nice. Uh, I 100% agree. So that's another one. People bidding equal amounts in each game double down. Right. So for me, I've had a thousand dollars a game, so I'm going to put two thousand dollars. And that's why I uh, get it past the key number. So it's 14. Let me see what it is in Bavada right now. I can go to Link of Bavada and uh, open up an account there. But let me look at it. It could be 13.5. Let it go to 14. By the half point. I'd even go to, I'd go down to 12 and a half as I'd even go. I'd go to I'd go to Washington 12 and a half. 
Yeah, anything over eleven, I'd go. Ten or eleven, I I definitely go Washington. Right, because Harbaugh is like uh, Andy Reid. Yeah, that he takes the pedal off the metal. Exactly. With a <laughs> and he'll just run it to death. He has a running quarterback. Uh, he has a depleted secondary. So you got to figure that at least uh, Washington Scott Turner there, the son of North Turner. Uh, I hate nepotism. That's why I always. <laughs> but uh, he's going to go deep four times. He's going to try to go deep four times, and he'll hit it once or twice to cover for Washington because that. I mean, even though they're playing zone, they're young guys playing zone that don't know what they're doing. So there, there's going to be breaks in there. So look for Washington to cover uh, that big number. But look for the game to go under because even if Baltimore jumps out to a big lead, uh, Harbaugh is going to start running it and let Washington get back to the game. So yeah, that, that's the way that's going to go down. <laughs> I think so, too. I think you're 100% right. Yeah, all right. So, we're nailing that one, man. So, it's fun. It's great. It's great to have Jake on here. We have uh, – I'm happy to be on, man. We have the same goals, same energy, and we have the same problems. So, it's awesome to have Jake on here, man, having fun, making money, watching this. Because it's not just making the money on the games, you know. People that say, oh, money isn't everything, uh, I say they don't know where to shop. However, <laughs> life life's about balance. So text your friends. Uh, go over the games like Jake and I are going over the games and have fun picking them and then have fun watching them. But make money at the same time between 52.5% and 78%. So the next game, let me know if I'm right. Next game is going to be the Giants. Uh, that horrible team going across the country uh, oh, yeah. the Rams. Yep. That's exactly who I got. I got the Rams minus 13 point favorites. Jesus, that's a lot. And that's then I got the over-under is 48. What do you think, Josh? How, how are you thinking about this one? I'm thinking Rams uh, minus 13 and the Giants can't score. Uh, Rams want to protect their defense for later in the year. Uh, I see the Rams winning Let's say 34 to 7. So I'll make it under. Rams minus 13, right? Under yep. 41. So this is something um, that will have Jake's homework. But it doesn't have to be right away. It's something we'll let develop during the season because I think so many things going on. Uh, you don't want to clutter your brain, but something you want to look at, we'll look up in the coming weeks, is correlation, right? Okay. If one team is going to cover, then the game's going to go under. Or if X team covers, the game's going to go over. So traditionally, it's been, uh, you know, the, the movable object against the irresistible force. Right? You have a great scoring team, right, against a great defensive team. So it would be sort of like Kansas City playing Pittsburgh. So if you're picking Pittsburgh, uh, the game's going to go under. If you're picking Kansas City, the game's going to go over. For example, I'm not saying specifically, but that's what correlation is. Yeah. And I, I believe this here. If the Giants, you think the Giants are going to come in there and score with Daniel Jones, he's not going to score. Because not even um, 
Garrett's not like that. He's a protective defense type guy. He doesn't like scoring points. He likes protecting the defense. Well, let's say you thought the Giants were going to go in and score a lot of points and cover, then you would say it's going over. But if the Rams are going to win, it's going to go under. Now, the Rams' defense, going back to your point about Lamar Jackson, which Lamar Jackson, you got to watch out because you can't probably pick Lamar Jackson's games as a Louisville. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, we got to, you know, we'll mitigate that. Uh, and me with Jared Goff, I don't like Jared Goff. So I got to watch that because I remember watching him. That's and, fair. I mean, I, I, I don't mind Jared Goff. And, and to me, for this game, I like you like the under. I, I kind of like the over. I like over 48. I think in the last five of six, last five games out of six, uh, the Rams have been over. They've gone over. Right. Um, so, so that's we'll, a big – We'll leave that out of the consensus. We'll let the fans do the research. Yeah, they can do the research. Like the under, but My, we do agree on this, minus 13 Rams. Yes, oh, 100%. I think Rams definitely win by 13. That's – not a, I, I don't think, I think that's going to be for sure. I think the Giants stink. The Giants are just not good this year. They, they have a bad roster. Yeah. Just, it's just not a, there's no, there's no connections on that team at all. No. So I think that's, I think the Rams minus 13, minus 12 and a half, whatever you get them at, I think that's a good pick. But I like the over. So I think the, you guys do your own research on that. But I think Rams, I, if anything, I go with Rams, go Rams here on this one. Yeah, no, definitely Rams, definitely Rams. And yeah. uh, the reason I'm, I'm going under is because the Giants haven't scored and Garrett doesn't like scoring. Yeah, that's fair. And then the Rams um, had a bad game on defense last week, so they're going to be mad or extra motivated to shut down a really bad game. Yeah, you're right. I, I see that. So I, I see both sides on that one. Coaches are like, let's shut out the Giants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. One game I think is definitely going over, and I, until the pandemic happened, I thought Bill Belichick had the team he wanted on defense, had the defense he wanted, but about six guys opted out, like three starters. Yeah, so The defense isn't like he would want, and he doesn't have the depth he would want. So uh, last time he went on the road with Seattle, he tried to get in a shootout of 35-30. Um, I see the same thing happening with Kansas City. Kansas City, here you go, some return to the mean, the guy who won Jeopardy type. He says he's a sports better. I haven't seen it. But he's Ken. saying oh, – not Ken. What's his name? Mean. James, right? Right, James Holster. So he's a return to the mean guy. Well, he bets a lot of money returning to the mean. Yeah. So since the last Kansas City game went under the return to the mean, James has been in double his bankroll – or double who he usually bets on Kansas City. This game going over. I like um, New England plus seven and a half, plus eight points. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely like the over here on this one. The over uh, 53 is what I have. Um, I, I like that one. I mean, the Pats, the, if you look at the last three games the Pats have played, they've been high-scoring games. Right. Their defense is by no means stellar. No. They're not. They're not shutting down the uh, offenses. So I think the over fifty three is a good play. Uh, in my opinion, I I really do like the Chiefs minus seven. Even I, I think the Chiefs do cover by a touchdown. I'd probably buy half a point and say minus six and a half. Right. Uh, that would be my play. Uh, the Chiefs definitely they stuck it to Baltimore. They they killed Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore's a good team. 
I think I, I think Baltimore is a great team, regardless of Lamar. Their defense is not bad, and Mahomes showed he can. Him and Kelsey, him and Kelsey connect so well. He knows he knows how to score touchdowns. So I think I think the Pats the the Pats just as a full team isn't where they are, considering they were where they were last year. So with the opt outs and with without Brady and their offense. So I mean. I think the Chiefs here can cover that seven points spread, maybe six and a half. But I definitely like the overplay. I like the over 53. I think the high-scoring game thing is what gets me, and I think the, right. the overs shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, no. So we're in agreement on that. And I feel strongly about uh, New England uh, covering. And we had, last year we had Micah Banks, who was in Boston. His dad is Don Banks. Okay. A uh, sports writer. Okay. Or uh, Sports Illustrated. Uh, and following closely the Patriots and knowing Andrew Reid, again, taking the pedal off the metal. That's true. You know, you get you, that is a good point. And you know what? Also, now that it comes to mind, is the Pats are 2-1 right now. They should be 3-0 and if Cam Newton didn't fumble or fuck around on the end zone, the little right. the end, the goal line run. You know what I mean? Right. So, you can make an argument here, Pat's. I you can make an argument. It's a three zero versus three zero game. You know what I mean? Right. So I I could see definitely see where you're coming from on the Pat's plus seven here. So honestly, it's a toss up on that. I, or, I you know and get the key number right. Get the key yeah. number plus seven. Yeah. Uh, I could definitely see a backdoor cover. We've been watching so much sports. Exactly. That that, that you're predicting backdoor covers. So I predict. Um, I, I like predict, that. Yeah. <laughs> I predict, I predict, uh, uh, you know, Andrew Reed gets to the big lead, and then with like five minutes left in the game, it's uh, Belichick gets a quick one or something. Yeah, it's, it's 39-27. <laughs> I like it. You know what? I I'll go with that. I'll ride that. Then. <laughs> you, Let's do the, it. Let's the, do it. The the, the Belichick Belichick gets a score. Yeah. And it's uh, 38 30 or they do an onside kick, Kansas City covered it. Get in the I, I could totally see it. So, hey, let's do it. I like the over, and then the, let's go Pats plus seven. Screw it. <laughs> I'm buying the half a point seven. You, you swayed me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, track record, man. Proof is in the pudding. People are like, oh, you're transparent. Listen to the Pat podcast last year, the 64.5. Listen to the Super Bowl block, the second half of the Super Bowl. I'll make it homework for uh, our guy, Dave. You know, listen <laughs> to that, what we did. I uh, will. I'll take a listen. What we do, it, yeah. All right. So we got Buffalo against the Las Vegas Raiders. Again, there's another um, market inefficiency one where I think the wrong team is favored. Uh, definitely in the new stadium. Uh, Buffalo is in the regular Buffalo team. McDermott has not been able to get his guys to practice tackling of COVID-19 and the Rams lit them up. Now they're going across the country uh, in a new billion dollar stadium that for my conspiratorial reason not. You say, oh, you got crazy conspiratorial theories. Well, if I'm wrong, I don't make any money. Right? If Max Kellerman is wrong, he keeps the money still. Same thing for Clay Travis. So the rest are paid for by the league. I think they're going to get the call against Buffalo. But this game will go over. 
right? A lot of Raider fans want Gunter Cunningham already fired. <laughs> but it's the talent level. He's, he doesn't get to pick the players, right? Uh, John Gruden probably shouldn't be a GM, right? Liz, he's picking the players. And then the guy that used to do uh, the color guy from the other day, you see how the guy picking players. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so for that bit, for many reasons, I'm going over. And I am going. You can even go, what do you think, Jake? So we go three sides of the bet here. Go Las Vegas, money line, Las Vegas, plus four, and over 52. I'm 100% on the over 52. I, the over has gone 6-0 and between both these teams in the last three games each. So I am all over this over. I, I think that's just a no-brainer. And you know what? I, I agree with you. I think the, the, the minus side's on the wrong side here. I, I really think the Raiders can, can handle them, and I, I don't think that should be an issue. So I like Raiders' money line here. Right. And I also like Raiders plus three. I think that's a good bet. Yeah. Good bet. I, think the Bills, I think the Bills are being way overlooked – or not overlooked, but – Overvalued. Overvalued is my – yeah. I just don't – I don't see it. I just don't see it. So I, I, I definitely like a Raiders pick here, and I, I like the over. Big fan of the over. Nice, nice. And, like, uh, see, we're taking advantage of an inefficiency and people who are contrarians, like Jake, yeah. are the ones who make the most money. <laughs> right. And, and Jake's in the interesting, so he sees he sees with his eyes, as Craig does right. But we'll get him back on the podcast. But he made a great statement, you know, you see with your eyes. And it's stocks, it's looking at volume. I had uh, Bernard Wolfman, independently wealthy lawyer, tell me 30 years ago, you see with your eyes. And then I heard Craig say it on the podcast, I remember. So we're seeing with our eyes here, uh, the wrong team being favored. Uh, we're taking advantage of inefficiency in the market. Jake and I have been watching football for a combined 61 years, experiential learning. Yeah, yes. We're going three sides of the bet because you can only have a, the highest degree of certainty is 80%. So we're going three sides of the bet. Uh, your Oakland Raiders, not Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Las Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. Plus three, money line, and over 52. That's a good – I like that. I'm, I'm all about that. Yeah, because the NFL has turned into the Big 12. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of points. That's what we're looking at. So, uh, San Francisco's hurt. San Francisco always has an inflated line because people just have to go over the hill in San Francisco, and they're in Reno. Within 45 minutes or an hour, and all those Silicon Valley people betting a million dollars a game because they have all that money blindly on the 49ers inflates that line. Uh, really, if it gets to seven, it's an inflated line because for many reasons, right? Uh, San Francisco runs that defense, and Mike Tomlin, Tony Dungy, really Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, zone type of defense to try to keep teams under. Philadelphia has really shown a lot. So you get minus seven, seven and a half. And San Francisco's a depleted roster. They're hurt. Philadelphia is desperate for a win at 0-3. Oh. They're 0-4. Their playoff hopes are dashed. So I'm, I'm Philadelphia plus seven, plus seven and a half, and over the 46, over the 66 points. And Philadelphia has to points to win and uh, Peterson being good Mormon family guy is not chasing skirt he's at home all day 
watching film and then asking his mentor, Andy Reid, for advice. So I think Philadelphia with uh, dummy Wentz, we have problems reading defenses, but they're going to coach him up, score some points, and probably it's going to be a close loss. So I'm looking at, like, what, uh, 31-28 San Francisco. Yeah, I, I think – for sure, I think the over is going to be the play here, the over 46. I mean, uh, that's a low number for an NFL game. And, I mean, uh, not only NFL, but, I mean, it's the Eagles and San Francisco. They're, they, they, they're going to put points up. I mean, they're both pretty – the defenses aren't great, but they're not bad. So, I mean, I, I, I think the 46 should be easy to get to. My only thing here is you're on the Eagles. I'm kind of on San Francisco, but – the only way – I think the only thing I'm going to bet San Francisco, if I can get them at lower, like minus six. Right. I, minus seven, seven and a half might be a, 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 a scarier play for me. Uh, so I'd maybe take the Eagles plus seven, plus seven and a half. But I, I, I think if you can get minus six, minus six and a half, I'd go, I'd go San Francisco. Um, I think the, Eagle, the Eagles are – they're 0 three right now against the spread this year. That's – no, that doesn't the main right you turn to the main yes jeopardy yeah so i mean the eagles don't they're not giving me a reason to bet on them but like like you said josh they're, they're kind of they're, san francisco's hurt they got a hurt team so there's nothing great there yeah, but uh so right now right now i'm doing it right now as we speak san francisco's plus seven on bovada okay so i'm gonna buy that half point make it seven and a half and I'm going to go with your Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. I like that. That's, yes. that. Yeah. I think that's a solid play. I, I, I think if you can – if anyone can find San Francisco minus six, you take that. That's a good bet. Right. But I think your play here, if you want to play it safe, you're worried about spreads, go over 46. Right. Eagles are five and zero on overs in their in the last uh, five road games. Just saying, right? And the last three games for both teams have all been over that number forty six. Right. So I'd say you should go play that forty six number. Yes. I bought the point and went over forty five. That's a, that's an even better play. Yeah. Play that average exactly. Salesmen think short term. Businessmen and women think. Long term, right? Yes. And uh, make sure I'm seeing any questions here on Periscope. Thank everybody for for listening to us because we're making you money, right? So you should thank us. <laughs> we're making you money and we're giving you information. You don't have to pay. I hope you enjoyed us. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed us telling they our. Do, uh, man. That's why we got every week we get more and more listeners from there. I love it. And they're I love it. sharing it and giving people. They enjoy more than enjoy listening to us they enjoy making money and they make i love it yeah who wouldn't like making money picks. yeah exactly that's what we're giving them we're giving perfect reverse and thought i'm in southern california he's in chicago giving you us got that big markets money. big markets big markets and, he, and you're giving us the midwestern view to go yes, with sir california. why to make a bunch of money all right and then the monday night game last game is your Atlanta Falcons against the Green Bay Packers. Boo, 
Green Bay. I'm just kidding. Right, so we gotta watch you, right? We gotta watch your emotions. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Pragmatic here. Yeah, no. People get on me because I'm the rules guy. Right? You got all these securities licenses. The SEC can can raid my office at any time. Right? I'll tell you home. right now. I hate with a passion Green Bay as a Bears fan. As a Chicago resident, you, you to. gotta hate them. I think it's a requirement, right? It's it's required. You'll be thrown out of a bar if you don't like if you like them. <laughs> but no, I'll tell you right now for this game, Green Bay is favored by six. We got the over under fifty seven and a half is what I've seen. Right. Atlanta, we all know it. They suck in the fourth quarter. They blew it to the Bears. There you go. I'll say that. I saw them last week firsthand. Blow it. I don't think Atlanta is good. I think they're. I think they just can't – if they could play three quarters, they'll be good. But it's a four-quarter game. And looking at Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. The guy just knows knows football. He's a good quarterback. He's got some family problems, but we'll leave that at that. <laughs> but, no, I think Aaron Rodgers easily dummies the Atlanta defense. Devontae Adams is coming back off a of hamstring industry, er, in, injury. Excuse me. Right. So he's gonna have someone to throw to. He's he's gonna have someone who's he's rely he can rely on. So I and in the old, let's not forget here the over is three and zero in the last three games for both teams. So the overs are looking good. I'm going over. It's a high number, but I'm right. going over fifty seven and a half. I think Atlanta defense sucks. Whatever the score is, they're gonna let up a lot of points in that fourth quarter. And I think right. Green Bay's offense is going to be able to score a ton in the beginning. So I don't care. I think a lot of it's going to be a high-scoring game. Green Bay's defense isn't that good either. So I think there's going to be a lot of points to play on the board here. So I'm going over 57 and a half. I agree. Over 57 and a half. Uh, Atlanta's not in a good state of mind. No, they're not. They come in here, uh, pandemic year, Green Bay looks really sharp. Uh, I like Green Bay to blow them out. I agree. I think Green Bay beats them by at least 14. Yeah, so we'll go Green Bay minus 7 over 57. I like that. I, and I 100% I, – that's what I'd play. That's, I think Atlanta's just – Atlanta's going to be 0-4, and you can quote me on that. <laughs> no, I don't like Atlanta. I think they're just not good. I like, you know, the coordinator Raheem Morris of Atlanta. I think he's a smart guy. Well, they're missing their best player. They're missing their some yeah. of their best players. Yeah, Jones is out. Come on. I mean, they're just not going to do anything without him, in my opinion. Right. All so, right. I think we, co- we covered the game, all the games, right? We got yeah, them all. All the games. Perfect. So, uh, we tracked them. Uh, we'll go ahead and, uh, before the Thursday night game, we'll post the picks on Twitter. So, you can Perfect. track them on. And the reason you listen to the podcast is for the whys, right? Man, we went through a fine-tooth comb, giving you the whys, giving you business and financial concepts. The same way you you uh, evaluate a stock purchase or an investment is the same way you bet or wager on a game, all right? But we give you all the picks for free. And thank you, Jake. Man, this is the start of a long, beautiful relationship. 
you're gonna make a lot of money. No, man. A lot, I, of laughs and a lot of fun doing it. Thank you, man. I, I love the opportunity here. I love talking my knowledge. I love talking with your knowledge. I think it's a good mix. I think it's people are gonna enjoy it and I think we can help. And I think yes. everyone's opinion's a good opinion to listen to. So yes. I, I really appreciate the time and letting me come on and share my thoughts. Absolutely, man. And we'll be on every week and fans can chime in. I've I've learned a lot from fans. We have one fan who taught me a lot about betting on tennis opens, right? Uh, another fan taught me a lot about uh, betting on uh, Izzo in Michigan State. So final words, Jake. Final words? I guess all I can say Winston is. Churchill. And then next week you'll close with uh, Winston Churchill. But this week I'll close with Winston Close. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear your final words. Any final words? Any thoughts on the rest of the week? Well, my final words, you're like you you touched on arbitrage a lot. I, I like that. I think that's a good good philosophy to follow. I mean, it's just something you should learn. Like spend a little time looking into because it's gonna at the end of the day in the long term, it's gonna make sense. Yeah. So I think that's a great thing to follow. Just kind of learn it. Learn get get a business mindset in anything you do. And Big second time. of all, I just want to say thank you. Honestly, I had a blast being on here and sharing awesome. my thoughts and i hope people enjoyed it i hope i hope i didn't bore anyone i hope everyone no, 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 not at all, not at all. whether we, whether we, they we disagree or before. agree with me i i, I love yeah. I, I love to hear some feedback and I, I thank you for letting me come on and say my thoughts on the on the upcoming games yeah it doesn't matter if you're a superstar if you're a great team if you don't have chemistry you don't have anything you have great rapport great chemistry yeah i love it i love it we always close you know i know we talked to jake and you know it's almost like a deal breaker on the podcast. If you don't have this philosophy, you really can't be on. Yeah. And it's, and it's that what Winston Churchill um, said to get us through World War II, right? Getting us through the pandemic, getting us through the social unrest, recession. Uh, it's probably coming again after the election in January. And it's that you make a living from your labor but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Betting and Financial Podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it, everyone. Thank you. I'm a